0: Rusty here live uh, in uh, Lensbury Club, which is weird for me, with uh, Dan Norton and Tom Mitchell. How are you doing, lads? Very good, mate.
1: Very good. Good to be uh, back in the
2: Lensbury review after Excellent all these times. Years. Sharing a new space with you, Rusty, after all these years. Yeah, I know, nice, and nice very good of to be only 10 minutes late. Only 10 minutes late. Not I was thinking
0: minutes, if we yeah. were, because we were going to do it in the car till you used, you, you referenced. <laughs> That it, uh, some stuff that put me off using it in the car lights on and lights
1: off you <laughs> <laughs> we
2: were... have invited us to sit in the car <laughs> for an hour, <laughs> for an hour, <laughs> an hour if, um, we, if
0: we, we did and it was Carpool Karaoke what songs would you sing
2: I you know like Kanye songs so yeah um, my only real go to sing sing song is probably like Angels by um, Robbie Williams but I was listening to Burning Pursuit um, <laughs> that's a classic it was incredible mate. Listening teenage to the bop <laughs> yeah mate it was on the radio I was loving it like whacked it up
1: Nice. I go uh, Johnny Cash, I think, "Folsom Prison Blues." Cliché so, oh, That's great. Song. I think you
0: both be quite good singers as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. you left them up yeah. there. Couple yeah, of
0: good, cool. yeah. yeah. Why not? And uh, with Aubrey on backing. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't Aubrey know Aubrey is just the front yeah, man. I don't know why. To be honest, I think he's more there for the. Uh, he's more there for morale than anything else. So
0: just clarify, Aubrey is your dad. Yeah. Uh, one of my uh, overriding memories of my career with Sevens is seeing your dad. I think it was in. Uh, Hong Kong, <laughs>
2: probably about six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> on the streets. Yeah, he is a lifetime lifetime fan of us all. I think he, he's a groupie. Yeah, he doesn't really care if I'm playing or not. He'll be there watching, drinking with the Fijians, uh, come rain come shine. Doesn't matter where it is in the world. He'll find a pod of Fijians and be having it with them. So he, he is there.
0: living his life vicariously okay. through yes. you. All. How much stash much has
2: Aubrey got in his cupboard? Yeah, there's been many a time when I've taken him kit to take to the local rugby club and then I've seen him a few weeks later <laughs> <laughs> wearing the stash. There was one time at Twickenham where we were both wearing the same England presentation <laughs> jacket. It <laughs> a year apart. He's wearing the 2014 and I'm wearing the 2015. I was like, give it a chance, mm-hmm. Dad, please. I do remember you saying,
0: actually, he was playing either touch or, or maybe even contact rugby and he, he was the only guy with like the, he had like pink Nikes on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He
2: all, all the hand-me-downs, literally like <laughs> kitted up, mate, all the gear, no idea, completely, like, like a, like a son, so yeah. It's, no,
1: it's, it fits your dad quite well, my dad wears some of the tight stuff, and he's got a bit of a, bit of a belly on him, I mean, he's over 60, to be fair. Yeah,
2: fine. It's just like finger-hugging, <laughs> <laughs> so dad, you can't wear that. Yeah, slimming, isn't it? Yeah, not <laughs> that much, mate.
0: <laughs> so real quickly, do you want to kind of <clears throat> tell us what got you to here, so how did you, what was the route for, that you both took to end up uh, playing England 7s?
2: on the podcast now, or like this morning, or do you mean on our journey, to rugby journey today?
0: <laughs> Probably like, maybe a couple of years at least to Fine. tell me what happened and.
2: Um, so yeah, we're going from, I started playing, uh, I got into Bethesda rugby when I was like 18, 19, Gloucester Academy, when I
0: was at. Um, were you in the academy, was there any academy No, before? so I was
2: terrible at rugby, <clears throat> nothing much has changed too much. Um, but I was terrible at rugby when I first Can You started. leave the door open for me to make those jokes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd rather I close it before yeah. you know. I
0: don't like <laughs> the way Nod speaks to himself. I'm just throwing it out there.
2: <laughs> Fine. Uh, I If you were coaching rugby... some
0: kids, would you speak to them? No, I that's good. We wrestle, don't do it anyway.
2: Uh, <laughs> I started playing Rugby when I was nine, loved it, um school wasn't for me. Um finished school at sixteen, went to Harby College, sixteen to eighteen, loved it, sport, PE every day, playing rugby, just more so for myself, bit of independence, getting all the way to Hartbury from Gloucester, 20 minutes on the mopeds, loved it. Um, from there, blossomed in rugby, got picked up um, into Gloucester Academy, so yeah, amazing, getting to my hometown, Gloucester Academy, loved it. Um, went on to university, played in the 20s, um, moved from Gloucester to Bristol, thought that I'd get an opportunity to get back into, the, well, get into the Premiership of Bristol, lost to Exeter, got massive pay cuts at Bristol, um, programme went downhill from there and then from there that's when I came into the sevens full time, got a contract from two thousand and ten and from there I've been playing sevens, um, played ninety tournaments, uh Commonwealth Games, uh Olympics and yeah, a few World Cups. Yo right. That's decent. Yeah. <clears throat> so you and you played just so you played your first sevens at eighteen? No, no, my nine? first sevens was I played, made my debut in 2009 when you were 13th man on the bench. <laughs> all the way out in Wellington. Wellington. Yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, 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 I was yeah. actually on the bench in the final. Yeah, the longest serving of Sevens. <laughs> yeah, Very good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was my debut going from Gloucester, not really gone anywhere. The first was like playing the Dubai Sevens the year before, oh. and then shipped all the way out to New Zealand, 28 hours. Yeah, mental. And yeah. Got to the final, beat New Zealand in New Zealand. It was pretty special. Did, Did you, you just get called in for that then? Uh, the no, set-up. so I played the Middlesex. So the, that was in like February, in the summer before in August time. We played the Middlesex sevens, and then got asked to come and train. Um, was training with Tom Biggs and loads of other old heads, um, and then from there got selected. Didn't get selected for the Dubai. I think I was injured to play in the the warm up team with like James Bailey jack adams all those other guys yeah, yeah and then um didn't get selected for that got <clears> injured <throat> and then got selected for wellington and san diego and then yeah we got the final in both of those yeah we lost games. to
0: argentina yeah, yeah, yeah. they put yeah. about five men in the last ruck yeah, 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 to turn it over yeah. and i can i can remember being i don't have a great memory remember being pitched thinking we should have just backed that up yeah,
2: we didn't... And it was so the it biscuits. Was massive, so it, Phillips
0: blamed the biscuits, didn't he? Yeah, he said yeah. it was because some people
2: had some cookies. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. don't yeah. remember that. No. I remember, so I obviously, the hangover... Because I had
0: some cookies. That's the only thing, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was a hangover, obviously, from winning in Wellington, 30,000 people going from a stadium to a, a street and going absolutely mental, and then flying 16 hours <clears throat> to San Diego, backing it up losing in the final two, a strong Argentina, type, Argentina side. But at that point, we were number one in the world. And then from there, it deteriorated. <laughs> since <laughs> rest, which came second in? Second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, since, <laughs> came in. You can't say that
0: kind of stuff, it's about positive. <laughs> sorry, reasons. come on. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Tell, so tell me your story. Tell me how you ended up here
1: um, from Sussex
0: yeah. under-14, county training.
1: Yeah, that was where I thought things were really picking up. <laughs> 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 I played at school um, and then... Uh, played it basically, went from school, nothing, no real interest, no, no academy involvement or anything. Went to university, um, played for England students, or I was at uni in my uh, second and third years of uni. And then uh, my first, I actually did pre season with Bristol Rugby, Bristol. Bristol Rugby Club at the end of my second year. So I was down there basically just trying to trying to get ahead and training with Dean. That's when I first met Nortz. That's, um, well, that's when, we, crossed. <laughs> when we first forged a relationship. A complicated one. Um, <laughs> Not much of Jane. And then I played quite a lot of Sevens that summer. Uh, then played my final year of uni rugby, at Bristol Uni. And then at the end, it was must have been the Easter holidays, I think, I came into England Sevens, got um, an invite to do... Uh, maybe just one week training here I think yeah
0: I think you did in my memory and it's not and it's quite hazy I think you did a, a day at Loughborough something that we coached um, and and that was the thing that led to it I remember being up in Loughborough and remember seeing and thinking actually you were a really good defender so that just actually, your your, right. your, your movement and oh. defence was really strong. That was what I recall. I think you might have made that up. Yeah, I don't think that. I'd
1: been... I'd been to Loughborough for England students' trials. Yeah, I think it, it was... It an an maybe
0: it was an England student session that I was oh, watching.
1: Maybe. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Or GB students or something. Oh, mate. Anyway, Stop it. <laughs> <you> <laughs> <talking> <laughs> about? Get that as we'll talk about... that. GB. Well,
0: <laughs> not England. GB students. <laughs> think you'll find that slightly better?
1: <laughs> That's what he says now. Um, And then... Yeah, so I did that and then did the finished Bristol Uni that summer. Did the Europeans here or did three of the Europeans and then got injured. And then started uh, doing a postgrad at Oxford that year. Did the varsity Second campaign. Second best
0: uni in the country. <laughs> we'll
1: have well, that. After haven't. Heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> like me investing. There we go. <laughs> um, and then after the December, Kay got invited to come back to train here. Uh, at the end of that December, and then got selected for Wellington that January, 2012, and then I've been here ever since. Wow! So, yeah, for did six tournaments that year, 2012. So back end of that season, and then started full time after that. Didn't play much the next season. Um, when you're injured. Yeah, yeah, got injured in Dubai. What's been your
0: What's been your favorite memories? What's
2: been the standouts? I think the, the whole, you know, been here for however long, they all kind of roll into one. So every time you talk about a time of doing a Wellington or something, there's always so many different strands of memories. And it is quite nice to like reminisce and sit back and be like, was that that year? No, that was this year. Mm-hmm. And then just talk about that and go through the, the storyline of it, and the timeline, and then trying to remember who was there and stuff and the different games and stuff it was really nice. That's nice to reminisce on. Um, but the standout moments are probably like the um, the multi-sport, multi-sport events. Yeah. So uh, the Games, so the Commonwealth Games is pretty cool. Gold Coast is awesome, weather was nice, awesome facility. Um, from there we went to Bali after Gold Coast. So That kind <laughs> that of, was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> a good time. <laughs> that couple would be getting a medal and then going to Bali for a week. Um, but obviously, yeah, the uh, the Olympics is probably up there as kind of, an end result after the hard work and stuff of getting a medal—that was probably pretty special. And then sharing my share with my dad; he was out there as well, having a time of his life. Yeah, it was really nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty nice. awesome. Yeah, there was definitely something around that <clears throat>
1: pre-Olympic block, which was—I uh, think it, I probably yeah, um, romanticized it a bit because it was really hard at the time, like yeah. physically it didn't and seem emotionally. That, but... It didn't
2: seem that enjoyable at the time. Yeah. Like, but when you look back and like the hard work and the graft and yeah, again, it's it's always hard of your Competing with another 30 players. There's always going to be players who you won't happy. <coughs> I'm sure there'll be people with a completely different end of spectrum of mm. not enjoying it. But like that kind of made the whole experience of actually fighting and competing like for like the, tw- the, f- the 12 weeks enjoyable, ah, like looking back on it, rather than being in it at mm-hmm. the
1: time. There's definitely one of the things that came to my mind then when you said highlights was one of the off-field ones was the Brave the Shave that we did, which oh, yeah. is such a random one, but it was just yeah. something that It was, I think the reason it's such a standout memory is because it was like a a team buy-in for something bigger than what was going on. So
2: what was it? What did (coughs) we do?
1: So we all shaved our (coughs) heads for McMillan, to raise money for McMillan. It was led by AJ, who leads a lot of the the good stuff in this this group. Um, So yeah, we all, I mean it was was more of a... um, yeah, I don't know, it was just a great moment of yeah. like everyone just committing and then it
2: was... Well, it took, it, it was nice because there was probably like 50, 50% of people committed to it like beforehand, like yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And then boys got And then got in baby and they, had to do it. Well, boys got in there and we <laughs> yeah. were like, yeah, And we were like, actually, then like more and more people started actually going, actually I'll do it. Yeah, go on and I'll do it then, go on. Then. And that was quite nice, like, yeah. eventually seeing like 95% of players doing it, but... Yeah, it was it was nice, and then obviously being able to play and Dubai, fun. wearing it, like sorry, yeah. wearing it with with a shaved head, we've obviously given able, to, being able to help, um yeah, show what we've done, well. raised, low like, cash, yeah, so. raised load of cash, yeah, cash. Well. My
0: son just did it for one of his friends, which oh, right. is pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think, and and it is one thing, and I was thinking about this on the way in, like, I don't think there are many other sports where there's a, a real connection between teammates, but also between teams, so. <clears throat> you spoke earlier about it, one of your first tournaments and Farsal Eva was scoring and, and you were doing the sweeper thing where you know you stay out away from the post and you put the ball down and but then he ran against <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> however he would have you would then have conversations with people you would be sharing dining with them you would be sharing ch- changing rooms with people yeah. you would be on buses with people you know you, you live out of each other's pockets so I do think there's that I don't see intense rivalry like that but then also the the stuff that fits around it, yeah. in
1: any other sports. That is one of the things I do love about it, and I was reminded of it recently, and the boys were giving me a load of crap because I came back after being out for a while, and we were out in New Zealand um, about a month ago, and like the first meal timer downstairs and I'm like oh the other teams and people are like ah oh, Mitch good to see you back and I'm like the king's back I'm like shaking everyone's hand like best mates with everyone again and I'm like this is nice yeah, this is really nice yeah obviously it was embarrassing the boys gave me plenty of shit for it which is um which is reassuring but um yeah it did it kind of reminded me of that the thing you're talking about which is it is, it is special because everyone's coming from such different places into this mix and have this common thing that we share which is rugby which is nothing crazy but it does bring people together yeah.
0: who are your best friends on the tour that aren't, that aren't England players uh, <coughs> who, who, who are you hanging
2: out with both of you um, it's going pretty well with the Sather boys. Yeah, a lot all, of the boys are really good really guys. are really nice yeah. annoying at That's times. really annoying. They're like shaking your hand after you've written you like, <laughs> so your arse. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're sorry, about,
1: don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, Werner Cox nearly killed me numerous <laughs> times and then apologised after. Yeah. Sorry
2: <laughs> for <laughs> hitting I you too hard. Know how I don't feel like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd yeah. Prefer, almost prefer if you like, like rub my face in it or something. Yeah. So I think
2: they kind of in most teams there's like two or three guys who you generally just kind of chit chat with. and. You, get, you like I said, you all have like, a shared kind of purpose in a way, don't you? So it's it's yeah. nice. There's there's not really many players or teams who, you, apart from the language barrier, who you struggle to talk, like connect with and like yeah. chit chat with.
1: Yeah, we spent quite a, like someone like Luke Trahan, who we spend a lot of time with. Yeah, well, but um, I don't mention
0: G V students again. <laughs> you,
1: go, <laughs> you were there at that one in Breathe, and you loved yeah, it. Yeah, we, we, we should talk about
0: Breathe. We should talk about was one
1: of Breathe was a highlight of my career. Definitely. You did mention it earlier, but. It's in the
2: top 10.
0: Oh, man, I appreciate
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Highlights also include things like. we're beating South Africa in South Africa in twenty sixteen. That was amazing. Oh in the uh,
0: in in, uh, Cape in Cape Town. Yeah. So
2: yeah, ridiculous. It was, ridiculous. Five, it was, highlight it was ridiculous like maybe top five that, that top five, wow. Head of brief. More so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More because so obviously we're going out we're walking out in the stadium, the whole place is about some 40 mm. 45,000 40, passionate South African fans baying for blood with their South African flags like going crazy. Um, we're there singing the national anthem we go first obviously ours is pretty quiet and no one's really singing the English yeah, one yeah. and then there's they start singing There's a raps, and it's like yeah ridiculous um, Do you remember, yeah. I
1: remember the smile on my face when yeah, they were singing that I was in, like this is yeah. insane obviously can you I have, join in yeah, you, you,
2: <laughs> you have that initial kind of like obviously not worries but like obviously it's a final there's a lot to play for there's a lot on the line but then that probably relaxed me more like hearing that because I was like right this is ridiculous like this this just trying to make this as Let's try and, try and, what's the word? Um, fuck this up for them as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just try and just shut them up and, like, just enjoy doing it. And at the same time, it was such an, it was an awesome battle and stuff. And, yeah, it was nice to come out on the right side of the, mm. the result. I've, I don't know if I've ever told you this, though, but at the
1: end of that, when we were getting the medals, or just after we got the medal, I actually had a moment of, like, this is amazing. But I, there was something, something missing. Like, it didn't feel... So I was like, we'll run a tournament in yeah, Cape Town. Yeah. And, it, and on reflection, it was an amazing moment. But there was a flicker at that time. And I, I kind of explain it because it was so close to the Rio experience. So we'd had this amazing high in Rio without much time afterwards to really kind of download and yeah, like down. debrief from it. And we're kind of quite quickly back into the season. Yeah. Um, and I think there was this moment where I was like, oh shit, have I hit... With Rio, was that like as good as it'll get in terms of just the the feeling of it, the emotional <clears> high, and like will I never hit that again? Um, and it was quite. A, I had a real down moment on reflection when we came back. Because always get, I always get quite down coming back from a trip anyway, particularly after a massive high at like Cape yeah. Town. And I was reflecting, and I was like, maybe I should retire because like if it's never going to be as good, <clears> I'll just stop now. And I really had to like process it and. I kind of realised that it's not always about you get different types of highs. Yeah. Um, but it, at the moment, it really rocked me because I was like, "Oh crap! This should be, I should be feeling the best I've ever felt right now." Yeah. yeah. I've,
2: um, I've had it before though when we won tournaments and you kind of felt a little bit empty and a bit like, yeah, you kind of everybody else is like in one place and you're a bit like still trying to process it a little bit, yeah. it a little bit. So yeah, there are. I think we've all felt that in different ways as well you're feeling empty and Rob
0: Vickerman's dressed as (laughs) Duffman.
2: in Wellington (laughs) on someone's shoulders I really remember
0: Wellington and maybe it was 2013 where we just had an empty stadium under the post that would be one of my best memories where everyone's just left and you're just like with people that you know would mean a lot to you, and you're just having a cool moment in an yeah, awesome stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that stuff. Yeah. And Rob Vickerman dressed as man. <laughs> yeah. I heard the Yeah. I mean, what are the other, what are the challenges? Because I mean, lots of people look at it. You would have my son's dream job, so he would I think, want. I think to... this is what a lot of Got people do. <throat> <clears throat> yeah.
2: Again, again, I think a lot of people do say that, which is awesome. Matt. And yeah, I think we are pretty quick to actually agree with that at the same time. But mm. there is also a lot of unseen. Again, in any professional sport, there's a lot of hard work. And at the times, especially now we're all growing older and getting growing up and having kids and stuff, there's also a massive different kind of way we look at life. Around my perspective on it, it does change. Like being away for three and a half weeks, three weeks and having kids and stuff does make a bit of a challenge at times. But then at the same time, the flip side is it makes it a bit more, it makes it a lot more enjoyable because, you know, A, it's not forever. This is, I'm doing this to help them. And that kind of all cobbles in nicely to make it a nice little if you keep going long enough the, the kids could come out
0: with <laughs> yeah. with orbs yeah. take away your kids well. Yeah. you can have like the whole family out i don't mm-hmm. think i
1: could do that <laughs> i think we're reluctant to talk about sometimes reluctant to talk about the realities of it in terms of the stuff that feels like the negative side or like the challenging side because we are aware of how good it is and how fortunate we are to do it so you don't want to you kind of don't want to paint this picture that we're hard done by because we're not, but yeah. but you're right. Like the realities of it, and it has shifted since a lot of the boys have had kids. Like notice, it, like obviously, because now the dynamic of the squad you've got. Yeah, the babus How many? <laughs>
0: Quinn said that. So they, were, I spoke to a couple of their players. 2012, they won the Premiership. but, You know, actually, it was a quite a youngish team of a lot of singletons, and then. They spoke to me about actually a couple of years later. We were still trying to do the same things with a group of players that were in different circumstances. So, actually, that would
1: be one of my more rewarding elements of this job now, which has come in that's new from the last like three years probably, is connecting and getting to know people's families. And it changes, like, you know, let's say before it was just me and you, and we were sort of mates, I guess. (laughs) Whereas (laughs) now I like connect to you and your family. And it's the same with the other boys. So actually, the what we've got here is not just the boys and the team and the you know the staff and the players, but it extends beyond that because you end up you appreciate the hardships people go through in terms of leaving their kids behind for two weeks at a time, um, the toll that puts on their partners. So you connect with that as well, and you see that up close because obviously we're room together. So I'm room with Bibbs, and he's on Facetime to his kids, and then I see him afterwards, and I'm like, oh, that must be hard to like, you know. Jasper's asking him, oh, when are you coming home? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like listening to it or trying not to listen yeah. to it. And it was like, my heart's just cracking listening to it. But it's just, as a result, you connect with it, even if you're not in that situation as well.
0: Yeah, interesting. I was uh, That would be something I was thinking about. So only at the end of my time was, I think, Rodders first person to have a kid. Yeah. Mm. And uh, that was quite weird to have a play with kids because yeah. me, Rich, Brett, you know, etc. you know, uh, Beely we would all have...
2: With Vic, was Kids back at home. Yeah. 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 It has changed like drastically. I was thinking and talking about it sort of quite a bit, but since we you know, me coming in two thousand ten with you guys in two thousand um sorry, two thousand and nine, ten years ago, like eleven years ago, it's changed massively, which is quite nice as well. Like now it's even though we've we're spending more time together and full time compared to so back then we were spending Monday to Wednesday together and then we were back home for the weekends. Uh, now we're spending, we're living at, we're living together. We're spending Monday to Friday doing sevens. There's we're more we're more <coughs> still together, but at the same time there's more opportunity to be with our families. Yeah, so That kind of trade off of being professional, meaning we get less time together, but actually we probably get a bit more time because we are living closer. The programs angled towards you know families and supporting us as well. As well How's as well. the game
0: evolved? So what have you noticed about the game of sevens in that time? I from think, when a young Dan Norton, who looked about fourteen,
2: yeah.
0: um, I'm, at my moment—obviously everyone's moment—is you coming on at and, and twicking him and you know looking like you yeah. were scared and, uh, <laughs> not and getting the ball not. And, Again, not uh, much and scoring a ridiculous try. Fear yeah. um, can be a useful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good tool to use <laughs> adrenaline makes you run quicker. Yeah. Um, how's the game evolved? What have, what's what have you noticed? I, I,
1: we watch... Funny enough, we watch a few old games because people still got them on their laptops or whatever. So we watch, like...
0: Old videos. Yeah. We, v- on VHS, v- VHS. VHS. Get the Turn yeah. the tracking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what was it, 2013 Leon warm-up. Do you remember that? Warm-up for the... You're on the sideline in your ridiculous shades.
0: Yeah, they're slow my
1: And I think the biggest thing for me, if I was in, the number one thing is, like, defend, the way people defend, and how... Bad defenses looked back in the day, and how yeah. easy it was to score. But even how when, you, it to even score? when
2: you look at like the, <clears throat> the Olympics, and we was watching last year. Obviously, yeah. it's taken us a while to watch the Olympics back, but you could see the standard from from that one year from playing the Olympics to like the later on in that year, the next year was like a massive difference, yeah. and like you could just see like how a lot of there's so many people are getting a lot more athletic. Um, there's, there's so much more kind of understanding control around it, attack and defence and it's a lot that's more
1: there's it been some more control and I don't know whether that's what do you mean by control well
2: yeah more understanding probably isn't it
1: oh I so I was going down a bit of different do go road. I think there's more like it is, it's a more it feels like a more structured game than it probably yeah, yeah. was so a bit I know. Well, I know I yeah. knew it was going to kill you that's so what I didn't want to say it.
2: Yeah, well, but I think it probably has well yeah well, I think way. people are I think a lot of that's
1: because defences
2: have
1: yeah. gone, they've better. gone that way because defences have gone better Yeah.
2: people are understanding that obviously <laughs> as anything if we let in less tries there's more opportunity to score I know it sounds pretty ridiculous but mm. teams are spent taking a lot more are spending more time trying to spread the field and you know spend, understand how to use space on the side of you mm. whereas beforehand there'd be a tackle people would work towards the ruck and try and get as close to that ruck so people couldn't work then they spread the ball to the other width. when you'll slide across after two phases you're knackered so you can't go forwards yeah. so you're spending the time sliding 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 you're hoping they're going to drop it or you're going to make a turnover somehow mm. and then from there you're working off errors. whereas now teams are like we understand that teams can hold on to the ball for longer so if we spread the whole field and just try and pressure them Either by blanket or trying to go forwards, so then really get more joy out of it.
0: Yeah, I was, some of the stuff and so I was saying <clears throat> I looked at some of the world rugby stats around the game anyway as well recently, and, and although stuff hasn't changed massively, actually one thing that's reduced is kicks in open play,
2: mm. so that's almost halved. again, that's because people are fitter and faster so yeah. beforehand when a team was fatiguing, there's opportunity to use that or utilize that. Well, they were 7-up because they were obviously numbers down in defence. Whereas now, teams are holding their whips more. <clears throat> there's less space. You can't always get opportunities to go forward like that. So. I
1: think as well, teams are reluctant to lo- <coughs> lose the ball. So I think there's a general feeling probably of the value of, of possession because teams, a lot of teams do keep possession quite well.
2: Yeah, Yeah. most
1: there's tries that. come
0: off turnovers. I mean, it's number yeah. one. And the other one that was interesting was... Uh, uh, Almost fifty percent of the tries to originate in your own half. So yeah. often because, and I've noticed, there are more teams that are now doing seven in the line at times. Yeah. Even the even the Kiwis are doing that a fair bit. Yeah. As well. yeah.
1: Very few do like a classic six, six and one. Yeah, yeah. Those days are
0: with gone. An <laughs> with an eight-man mentality. With an eight-man mentality. <laughs> <Was it? laughs> like... Seven
1: up with an eight-man mentality. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like that. That's good coaching. Yeah, you're your uh, lived on with this rusty, don't worry about that. What, uh, <laughs> it only and, works if you say it in your voice. Yeah, exactly yeah. that.
0: And <laughs> kicks to um, and kickoffs. So kick-offs, often yeah. now, like the, the, the receiving team, we've got seven in the front line. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: really common. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You're trying to create air, pictures of where they feel and like something. You're trying to create a picture where you're being like, right, we've covered up all these bases here, where else can you kick? Mm. And how are you going to challenge us in this space? We're all generally. I think that's 80%, 80% of the players are competent in the air and could do a job yeah. even Mitch could do a the, job in a pod no I can lift <laughs>
1: someone I do not go up um, yeah the I think two things there's more strategy around trying to create pictures so there's almost more, a bit more forethought around that and the kick off thing Whereas back in the day so it was like you had your one kick off guy
2: Daniel Rodders
1: I mean when I first started you'd, we'd either kick to yeah Damiel Rodders Rodgers we
2: yeah.
1: like us But now you you basically expect. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, no, we we frequently do, talk about down <clears throat> being the best player we've ever played with. Yeah. yeah, yeah general just, consensus. You'd all
2: stand on one side of the pitch. Ben Gollins would heave up a big leopard <laughs> and hack into the air. Someone would run up and try and whack the ball back, or try and catch it, and then there'd be a contest, yeah. and then from there you play. The kickoff's definitely more nuanced now. Yeah, I think the is quite
0: tactical, warfare type stuff
1: going on. Yeah, I quite even though that's not necessarily what I love. That I do find that interesting and quite a fun little game of like cat and mouse. Yeah, I think that's quite. An interesting Have you guys game. developed? So have
0: you, you know, since I was last here in a very long time ago, 20. Thirteen. I've had a few jobs since then. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> tell me uh, tell me about it. What? what, what, what do you think me. I've noticed that's different.
2: Yeah, what have you what have you uh, noticed? What's the biggest And I'll tell you whether you're right or not. what have I noticed? But within uh, England or do you want within the world? I just about think us? the odds gets
0: quicker and quicker. I think you're That's repeat, actually a fact. You repeat speech it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's you, 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 was, no, but
2: that was
1: <laughs> over ten. You're consistently running your top speed. You repeat.
0: you repeat speech, speech. to ridiculous. You are you 're still using kick to score, so they 'll still be you know, be one of the people that 's using yeah. it um, i know you 'll have a go and you know you 'll self deprecate around your defense but i've i think it 's hard so I was talking earlier you defended guys like uh, Severe, Charles Pi Ben Smith like ridiculous players i mean it 's so hard to defend on on the edge in sevens I think your defense has i 've seen some really good stuff I actually messaged a couple of people around you coaches and stuff and go mate I'm enjoying the way Nort is playing um, <clears throat> I think uh, T-Bob um, yeah, I mean I, I would see the, the growth of your ability to influence other people so actually your leadership stuff and I think that that's something that I would have been I definitely interested in talking about because when you first came in it would have been something that I thought this guy's going to be pretty good at this stuff um, and I guess my question is so
2: what have you done to develop that? A bit of a mic drop than that, isn't it? A bit of a mic drop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. drop. Nailed, nailed everything yeah. off there. Yeah. You? Well, that's what I'm thinking. No, no. I mean, he hasn't I got think... better on the pitch. Right? No, 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 no. As you it's get, just However, just as you mate. get
0: older and slower and more experienced, then you have to... <laughs> I'm getting quicker than well,
2: Really? Yeah. Sure.
1: Chance. Second quickest at the moment this season. Top speed? Yeah, top speed. Wow. This what's must top speed? You're welcome. 36 point something.
2: Yeah, don't worry
0: about that. Rob Vickerman will be listening to this going... That he did that when he got the interception in the well, final. He, he, hit he, hit yeah. he were
2: hitting his ears. Yeah.
1: His little Richmond's <laughs> taking over.
0: Uh, how's that worked? How um, so have you developed
1: those skills? I think most of... The biggest thing around that was spending time learning about myself. So understanding why I think the way I think and why I'm the way I am and how I react in certain situations and certain people. I think that helped massively because um, it allowed me to... Uh, uh, well, one, it allowed me to get outside of my head a lot more. Um, but then, What do you mean by that? Um, so I think I, for, for lots of different reasons, but it was very easy for me to get caught up in my own thoughts around am I doing the right thing? And I still do. Like, There's no finished article, I don't think, of anything. But uh, am I doing the right thing? Um, like what's the best course of action and blah, blah blah and that's useful attribute to have as a leader but sometimes causes you problems one in terms of just stressing yourself out but also in terms of inaction because you get caught up in that um so that was a big like learning a lot around that and doing a lot of work with Katie Warren I just wanted to mention that uh, yeah I thought I'd segue nicely into that um and then understanding what was important for me, as a leader, and how understanding myself as a person, and how to how to grow that, and how not rather than trying to become something else, um, and how I related to the other people, and a lot of that was understanding and investing time in understanding people as individuals rather than like any sort of blueprint about leadership.
0: Which uh, which players taught you the most about leadership? Which player that you worked with has have you, have you has, has made you have to learn the most? Can't be nuts.
1: Well, in my. It'd be top
0: me five. Top three. Um, maybe top ten, brief.
2: Um, Your dad probably hasn't he? Probably <laughs> <challenge you most.
1: laughs> yeah, Simon's definitely challenged me a lot on, on this. Like, right. And has helped like push me into that investigation. But players wise. Um, There'll be some someone players. like Mike gallery <coughs> okay, cool nice Wow. Um, <coughs> I'm not surprised by that because one, I think there's a lot of similarities that we share around like understanding and processing like what's important to us in this environment in this job um, but also because there was a lot of uh I think I was kind of triggered by some, like some some of his ways of being as well yeah, yeah, yeah. um. And like we went about things very differently and so that forced me to get outside of my like fixed idea of what i thought it was to be professional, to be in a high performing environment like expand my um i'm thinking of my turn. perception I, I will you... learn a lot
0: about myself and and the stuff that i wasn't so good at from my turn
1: well is, is the similarity there in terms of because I remember a couple of moments, if you don't mind bringing them up, but a couple of moments where I remember you looking visibly like rocked by things that Matt had done, whether oh, yeah, yeah. either things on the pitch or things on the set, yeah, he yeah. seemed to have an ability to really get you. Yeah. Switch.
0: Because I, I, in my in my mind, there's a guy there that that had the potential to be a player of the series, best in the world, best in the world, yeah. year after year, yeah. after year, after year, after year. And I would have seen a lot of that of, of me historically in him, mm. and I would have been frustrated <laughs> by it. But I probably at the time didn't feel like there's two things I didn't feel like. One, as a coach, I probably needed to be more skillful around it, and two, I found it hard because actually, I don't think as a management team we were coherent around it. Mm. So it's definitely taught me lots of <clears throat> useful things about well, how do you deal with a let's call them Mavericks, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. and um, yeah, I mean, he. I think he was, was he World Series Player of the Year one year or he's nominated one year or something, yeah, but nominated, that but could have been, yeah, yeah, I mean, that could have been every year. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I guess the other that's, challenge that's, is that's the, he's
2: got to win it. That's the skill in itself, I think, sorry, no. <clears throat> that's the skill in itself, so I think that's something I've found, and again, me and Mitch are on different levels of depth, um, in the sense of how, how much Mitch would actually process driven. And, how, how much deeper thought he'll go into and stuff. Whereas for me, it's quite superficial in that, in that sense of being, uh, just understanding my, again, the stuff echoing what Mitch said, understanding myself, understanding how I influence others, but more so how I can be better for myself in that in that moment when that, from there, that leads on to my performance. So for someone like Matt, like and it, I'm reacting with somebody like <clears throat> he's a maverick, like it's a, it's a hard place to actually venture for him because he was always coming into a place where he, outwardly didn't care when he did so it didn't look as it didn't look as as good as it could um, but yeah, yeah I think it is a weird and wonderful world to be in that we are in in performance and I think for him he probably needed to find more by himself anyway and he probably has done that now yeah. but I think at the same time it's probably today. and it's yeah,
0: so magnified seven, in sevens because there's a smaller group of you yeah. so if you're in 15's group and there's say there's 40 in the squad well you can go and hang out over there mm. whereas with sevens you can't and you're in each other's pockets all the time so you're on a bus you're tired you've got jet lag uh, you know you, someone does something and, and sometimes yeah yeah you, you find 100%. that quite hard yeah
1: and that was the other thing i think i learned is is to not um take those things to heart too much
0: yeah
1: um like i remember we did the insights. first time i did insights was when you were still coaching here and that's that was a while ago so that was the first time I was like oh this is who i am um, and obviously, it came out green. I the Yellow, yeah, 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 High yeah, green energy, mate.
0: Stop putting yeah, your yellow, stuff in the box.
1: <coughs> <Yeah.
0: coughs>
1: yellow, green, yeah. You're so boring, though. Yellow, yeah, green. I'm a good time guy. Um, <laughs> but, but that kind of awareness of, like, actually, <clears throat> you do have a tendency. Like, I do have a tendency preference. to, to a preference to hold on to certain things and and stuff and understand that actually, you have you can impact people, and that's the aim of leadership, essentially is but you can't control where someone goes and where they don't and ha- having peace with that was a big part of my nice, personal journey yeah. I think. um going back to what you were saying dean i think the big thing around like having a good strong team culture is the freedom to be able to express like the difficulty of managing like Ben russell well yeah great example i mean i don't know what's going on there but like <clears throat> do you have the freedom to be to come in and, and be like Say whatever you're... And voice whatever you're thinking, I'm not enjoying it. I like, I actually have lost like, my motivation for this. And rather than bottling that up and then expressing it in unhealthy ways, like, is there a forum where you can... But you can so share that and be that
2: I think individual? We're, we're quite lucky because I know you, you want to speak about Katie Warren and stuff. stuff. Like, she's been amazing for us as a group yeah. because she's allowed <laughs> the opportunity for us to have these conversations. <clears throat> so, for instance, if we're sat in a meeting, we're going through something, we were able to voice we're all in different spectrums, so if some person wanted to win the whole time, and that was their kind of end goal, whereas we try to be more about the process of getting there, and there's people obviously all over that spectrum. So for us, we're able to have the conversations around what makes you happy, what makes you sad, you know, what what drives you, what doesn't drive you, and that just helped, that was a great starting point for us as a group, because it helped us understand each other more, and we were able to have good conversations around rugby, life in general, on field, off field, you know what's working what's not working and it was a nice open forum from there you're able to build a better relationship because you understand the person a bit more you've got you've had time to think actually is this actually for the better of the group or not is it for the better of myself or are they doing that because <clears throat> of they're blinded by something is it a bit of a uh, yeah. you know a, a blind spot yeah Massive so impact. you kind of rather than having a knee-jerk reaction to somebody's action you're actually taking a bit of time to think, maybe he's doing this because of this, or I've seen this because he's doing this because of there's been something that happened a week ago, or, or that bottled up kind of emotion. And that's made it easier to actually process. Yeah, I would it have, uh,
0: I was going to say, I would have benefited from spending more time with Matt away from Sevens, would mm-hmm. be as an example, getting to understand it. <clears throat> the thing I always struggled with, and, and the, one of the things I think is critical for Sevens team, is that there'll be loads of people here that, that sacrifice themselves almost for the team, so that's why my biases would be around people like you guys, people like John Brake, people like Sam Edgeley, people like Jeff Williams, yeah. who yeah. and and
2: and, and those to, are my to biases. Learn, aren't they? Yeah, to And learn.
0: and I actually needed to, you know, just I just needed to better understand that.
1: Yeah, oh, the same. And you still do, you like catch yourself sometimes, like adhering to those biases too closely. But um, the, I remember back in the early days of doing work with Katie and there was a couple of moments of people sh- sort of sharing and being like honest in those meetings for the first time and it was like <gasps>
0: like oh god as he said you're that like you're like, i'm glad he said and that
1: i remember you said one i remember we were talking about you it, it being in the tunnel and this i remember this really clearly you That's sharing great. about how if you don't do you mind
2: for this? go for it
1: about um <laughs>
2: Zip my head <laughs>
1: I'm judging by the body language. You don't want to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Um, you saying about how you felt in the tunnel sometimes, and how your kind of red brain. Or we use red yeah, and red brain. Yeah. Which
0: insights he does on. Simplify it. Yeah. No, no sorry, casing. You...
1: Yeah. <sighs> sorry um, mate.
0: No insights. Is insights illegal? No? Yeah, it is illegal. Man, yeah. can't it's say. Take it, hit it like. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and you said about how your red brain hijacked in the tunnel sometimes, just for about to run out. And I remember I was like, what? But, yeah. you, like, but then you go out and like, score awesome some tries and you do awesome some stuff. You honestly, that's the way your mind is working really in yeah. the tunnel and it was, well I don't know, do you want to share what it well, yeah, can it was water, be like? So
2: like there's that 30 seconds to a minute, sometimes two minutes you're stood there and you're just staring out down the tunnel in, onto the pitch and my mind's just telling me like you're not good enough or you haven't done enough training or you're questioning kind of your, your lead in and how your body's feeling and all this stuff. And then it was just, like, not overwhelming, but it was just, like, that constant thing, and you're trying to tell yourself, shut up, shut up, shut up. But the more you're talking to yourself, the more it's kind of going round and round the circle. And it wasn't as if I was, like, oblivious to everything around me. It was more a case of, because I'm stood there still, or that like, I'm wandering around, you're trying to visualise the game and what you're going to do really well, but you're also getting a bit of a hijack as well from your yeah. uh, your red brain. Um, but then from there, I'd run out of stuff, and that relief of the weight of, like, being out on the pitch and... Like, I'd be like, so for instance, if you, so Formula One, when the cars do their formula, formation lap, and they're sat on the line, and they start overheating, because obviously there's no cooling in the air, that was kind of the feeling I had in the tunnel. Then when I ran out onto the pitch, that kind of all just kind of evaporated away. Nice. Evaporated away. I just remember
1: the, how extreme it sounded at the time, because you are like, I, I literally, your mind was telling you you didn't know how to play rugby.
2: Yeah, it was, it kind of, it felt like that. But then what I've learned is, over the years, is there's always going to be chatter in your head.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's just
2: understanding how much you actually engage with that, and I I think it's more probably a case so. Of...
0: Even and there's a really good podcast. Don't tell me the score, and they talk about on this. They talk about cognitive diffusion. And one of them is called insomnia, and even not saying there's chatter in your head to actually separate it and go look the the head of drama is speaking to me or the chimp or whatever you want to call it is speaking to me as opposed to it's it's something that's part of me. Yeah. Um, I would always play well when I was about to I was still. Uh, receiving kick-off and I'm singing, I'm going to drop this. I'm definitely going to drop this. Mm. And I would be thinking... It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because <clears throat> you can actually... So I think what we talked about a bit last year, and we had some high-pressure tournaments at the end of last year with the Olympic qualification, so we kind of... I think we really went back to basics a lot of this psychology stuff, which you always need to do because it's a work in progress. But um, we talked about how actually you can go one step further and rather just than just be able to still play well when you're having these hijacks, is actually, that becomes a strength for you because you're like, well, actually, what does this mean? I'm feeling like this because this whole thing means something to me, well, that's good because better to be doing that than something doesn't mean anything to you. If I'm feeling this nervous, it means my body's actually getting ready. Like on a physiological level, um, my body's getting into that. Um, it's gonna be ready for action. And there was all this stuff, you can kind of break it down. So actually when you do get those nerves or you get whatever, Pre game feeling you're having, it actually becomes, reinforces the confidence. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then that only comes from experience. And yeah, 100%. That, yeah. And like practicing it. As well. With that chatter I had mm. in the tunnel and then going out, <laughs> my game would either go one or two ways. So, like, that was probably why I had so many inconsistencies in my game, game growing up kind of thing. And in those kind of early periods, like pre Katie Warner, and just understanding more so about more so myself but then now it's got to a point where it's like i went through a stage of like middle period of like 15 16 17 as being like thing less just runs fast and then you're you're trying to quiet quiet your mind which could be a hindrance and then you're trying to tap into your animalistic skill and literally just like flow and just just get fucking like literally fuck it could go yeah. so in my head i'd be like i'd be like fuck off fuck off fuck off and in the game i'd literally like fuck it, if it happens, it happens, I'm just going to go. Yeah. And the only, sorry, the other underlying trait I had when I first started was... You just so many swear words. Was, yeah, the other underlying <laughs> trait Just in had,
0: case. Yeah. The you other, to
2: the to, other to quotes, label
0: it as explicit <laughs>
2: content. Yeah, yeah that's right. so, Sorry, it. Sorry, mum. <laughs> the other skill, the other trait I had was there was a skill, um I wouldn't try kind of thing. So, like, if there was an element where I didn't think I could win, like, again, but me and Turner, it'd be like, it'd be the skill of not trying so being like oh, it doesn't matter kind of thing or like trying to wash it away it doesn't really matter and that was something Kate was saying they said there's no there's like the fear of not trying kind of hinder my performance as well does that make sense? yeah, yeah, yeah perfect yeah. sense yeah so then that's where that's something I spoke about with Kate as well around dealing with that kind of attitude and it's all about to try and do again it sounds a bit weird but doing your best as much as possible and not having to tap into that, uh, that fear of not trying kind of thing because I'd go through games and sometimes i like not touching the ball not getting involvement and then that's losing the game and I haven't tried like big pressure game but I haven't tried to do well because I was probably potentially feared of actually making a mistake and losing it for the team anyway so the less involvement I have would mean that I've actually would be in a better position as a team because I haven't impacted the game <laughs> in a negative way and now again these are like the drivers that happen in your head and yeah. sometimes they are things you're not aware of or they're things that are getting so many red hydrax that You can't tap into that performance, but I like to think now that I'm in a better position to actually, yeah. I've kind how of about, uh, 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 yeah. for, how many times you scored? Uh, 350. How many times you scored? Don't know, he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> do I, don't know. I just want some recognition for some of his tries <laughs> for assists.
1: For, for assists. so
0: yeah. you shinned <laughs> kicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played uh, football the other day and someone shinned it and someone said, huh. David Shinola, yeah. <laughs> so I thought was really good.
2: No, it, yeah, l- good. I, I,
0: what do you notice with the lads coming in? So obviously you guys have had lots of experiences. I mean, I, I, and I've definitely noticed the case had a real positive impact upon lots of things. Um, what about when the new new lads come in? Well, what are they bring into the party? So I think it's tough because the other thing I was going to say is, I mean, nothing magnifies this more than sevens. You're jet lagged. You're tired. You're miles away from home.
1: No, you're playing
0: no, in front of no. 40,000 people yeah. in a game that, at the moment, ridiculous. I mean, you lose a group game and that's you're done. you yeah. Type stuff. So, sure. what about, and, I've, and I'm, and I'm going to, you know, so Ben Harris' dream team last week. I know you guys are excited. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a young lad who I've definitely uh, seen over the last couple of years and just been really interesting in his journey. What do you notice about the kids when they come in, <clears throat> the younger lads? Um, what, are they, what are they bringing to the party and what's the stuff where if you could influence their development at a younger age well, what do you think you would do so go back to Sussex in the 14s how would, you, how would you change that stuff
1: number one would be being more comfortable with getting things wrong
0: yeah
1: so being, being comfortable at Sussex in the 14s and you, you were
0: won't. not allowed to mess up were you no
1: and there was also <laughs> a certain way of doing things yeah um, and I was like well oh Okay, I didn't know that. Like, and then I'm not getting picked because I wasn't doing those certain things. So,
0: what were the certain things? That, was, that were the lesson was really to get picked.
1: I had to um, go forward. Um, there was no, there was no room for anything lateral or or backwards at that point. This
2: is actually your tree, aren't we? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. How
2: have you held on to this?
1: Because it probably scarred me. Because <laughs> yeah. I rocked up to training under fourteen Sussex. I'd forgotten my boots. I had to train in my trainers on a muddy pitch. <laughs> Which was embarrassing. In your <laughs> I <could. laughs> But I was also, it was tough because- White yeah. I was
2: like, <laughs> Lost and found
1: kit. <laughs> Trained your underpants. I was, Wait, a what? <laughs> there's a lot of other like, it's that awkward age where there's a lot of big boys, and I wasn't one of the big boys. Some boys are like, and it, it, in the whole of the county, it was quite, there's some boys with like beards and stuff, and I was like, God, I'm not there yet um still no, early there I'm yeah now look and it was it was quite an intimidating environment i remember i probably went into myself quite a lot and i don't think i was uh that that was probably a support thing that i was lacking in that so that comes back to to what i think is important for the young guys coming in i think i feel like the, there's a there's a real tension between the support and challenge balance for the young guys because I think they've come in, and because they haven't had, because they self impose all that pressure to become professional, to succeed, to not make mistakes, you then want to boost up the, the support side really heavily, for, this, especially for the 18 year olds in a really tough environment if you're, you're 18, 19 years old. Um, but the rate of change in professional sport and the improvements that we as senior players and the teams are all pushing to make is super high. So the challenge is actually naturally really high as well. So then you're thinking well, i need to transport them even more and actually in terms of infrastructure i don't think we've got enough around that for the young guys that we do it pretty well as a player group with a ment, we have mentoring so everyone has a one-to-one uh, the young guys have- will have a mentor um but also as a general group we try and support a lot but like they're fortunate to, i think here that they get some psychological support yeah. so they work with tom hodgins who's yeah. a, the psychologist who works in the program but you know, are they are they getting enough? I don't know, and I, I'm sure that our players around the country aren't getting as good a support as they're getting here. Um, and I still don't think we give them enough. So I, I do know. think
0: this is a, a good way to accelerate your development. Yeah. 100%. in this environment. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. massively. Only... Well, Ben Ben's a great example because when he first came in, he really struggled. He was useless. Really struggled with he just.
0: <laughs> he was actually doing what you spoke about earlier because I watched a session and I, and and he then I think he sent me an. Uh, and there was a player come on him for a session and he was he was just avoiding stuff
1: yeah yeah. he was so lost and, yeah but he also on the flip side on a, a, from a personality side was trying to give off this bravado which you know from being in a rugby team if you're a young guy giving off a lot of bravado that goes down like a bag of shit like because naturally the senior guys don't respond well to that and it you doesn't, get it doesn't marry it well does it? it doesn't no. marry well now obviously if you're a bit more experienced and you've You've been through. You've seen a lot of people come through. You can understand. Well, actually, he's probably doing that. Cause he doesn't feel that comfortable. Yeah. He's probably trying to do that to <clears throat> compensate for, for being out of his comfort zone. Yeah. And and you know we there are certain things we could have done differently with Ben, but what There's, was great was seeing his improvement over time. It's yeah. The,
2: the, the learn on probably from myself and potentially from a leadership group, a, a senior players group is probably understanding like the expectation so obviously we expect them to be better and then if we don't see a it change it's quite hard to actually process that and yeah it's just coaching it's, thing as well we're obviously at a stage where we've been through A, B, C, D, E and they're starting off at A and we're like why are they not at bloody C, D already and yeah. We're yeah, and yeah, we, yeah, yeah well even if we do like digress a little bit why could they not get it and understanding We've told them five times to stop doing that and they keep still doing it. They still keep doing it. Like why it's are catchy, they mate. why are they not getting that? And then it's like if yeah. okay, fine they are still young, fine, we'll give them another week. One more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, week. To be good. We, yeah, yeah. Why are they not getting it? And that's probably understanding around potentially trying to work out a different way of actually tutoring. So if we're not getting on the field then how can we do it from a video point of view? Is it a case of actually this is less about rugby, more about actually off-field stuff? Mm-hmm. Is it worth going away and having a chat? And that's probably the bit we can lean a bit more towards, the off-field what, What's Dan not like as a man officer more? Probably a bit intimidating at times. In the sense of... What's uh, the strength he brings? Uh, experience and knowledge, um, and obviously a good skill set, and understanding of what I need to do in attack and defence. But I think sometimes I'm quite hard cop, so I would try and I try and be a bit more like, I would try and show them myself like and be like this is how you're doing, this is how you do it, or this is what I try and do. And I'm, it depends on the angle of the person. I try and be a bit more. I am probably a bit harder than them, I'm not as soft and mellow as someone like Mitch, um, or bit I can't imagine Daniel well, being no, i hard cop. <laughs> so
1: you've you've actually. I, mean, I don't want to make you blush, but you have added strings to your bow in this area, like i said oh, in the insane. last year, yeah. especially, because, but you'll do it in the moment, you'll be bad cop in the moment, so often on the pitch, I'm like, oh God, North is shouting at me again, it's like, <laughs> but it's just abuse, you basically just give him a barrage of abuse, yeah. but with a smile on your face, yeah. so it's very confusing, yeah. but then I've seen you do one-to-ones, yeah. like, you know, in front of a laptop screen, so and for that's,
2: for me as a person, a I get challenged again. by somebody, challenged, like, challenging me, like, do you want to race, like, yeah, okay, fine, I'm going to beat you. Well, no, you're not, kind of thing. And that's kind of what challenges me. So, for me, I'm like, if it's a one on one, I'll tell him any chance you've actually been able to defend me and stuff, or you're doing it wrong, and you do it like this. Again, there is there are obviously there is a skill to how much barrage you give them and how much they kind of understand and take it.
0: Let's call it feedback.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, obviously, if they're able to, and then from there, there's again, obviously, off, off field stuff, and there's more so the small talk around. Like, as you're of walking off, do you understand that? No, okay, fine, let's have a little chat like this. This is what I'm seeing. What do you feel? How does it feel for you? What helps? You know, do you want to do more of this? You want to Mate, that's things? what I imagined it yeah. was going
0: to be like like the one on one. How does it feel? What do you noticed? You yeah. know, the, in the expert mo- question in the moment,
2: because there's obviously not, a it's time. hijacked in the moment. Yeah, in the moment, there's like 30 seconds, yeah. a little I, bit, but it depends on the person, and it depends like how they react. So, someone right. like a compared to like a Benny, kind of react different ways. Yeah. Sometimes a child needs a stick to actually be able to learn on, and actually get himself out of the like red. A Yeah. <laughs> I oh no, we, that. we <laughs> <sticks>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, and then again, same again, some Benny. So yeah, again, exp- the young kids, it's about understanding how you are as a person to them and then working out what works best for them. Some people need a bit more, some people need a bit less love. So it's working out where that sits. And also remember... Love, yeah, just yeah, yeah, a yeah way. sorry. That's a better way of
0: saying it. I'm mindful of your time, so I'm going to ask you. I'm going to, I'm going to go on a couple of things. Uh, James Rodwell as a coach. Uh, two words to describe him each.
2: Because this
0: is interesting for me. While you think about it, because obviously he, he'd be he'd be really different to you. Yeah. He'd be, um, you know, he's obviously a great player, and, and and then he's come into a head position. Clearly, he's with Breaky as well, which would, would help because the a, a coaching team they'd have some different preferences. Two words to describe. I'm going to go two words to describe James Rodwell. Two, oh, words oh, okay. two words to describe yeah.
1: James Rodwell. I was going to say detailed, reliable.
0: Yeah, I
2: was going to say knowledgeable.
0: John um, Brake, two words?
2: Energy. <laughs> yeah, uh, passion. Passion, yeah. Um, I think um, we were two between. Good the combo,
0: day. good yeah. combo. <laughs> uh, two words to describe Russell Lunch as coach. this is the thing I've been
2: uh, nervous about since it far
0: Now long. or
1: back in the day? Um, oh, mate, it would be very different. Yeah. Of course I have. Creativity. I'm
0: at least like 126% better. Really?
2: I know. What's that then? Like, like 30% now then?
1: Um, <laughs> challenging.
2: Yeah. I'll take that. As
1: in, gives, creates challenge.
2: Yeah. I was saying creativity. Um, like and that's, what yeah. you, that's what you inspire in trying to stem the group. So everybody's got different skill sets but I was watching so I'm doing my level two so unfortunately I have to listen to you doing yeah, someone you know, else said that. two minute videos and then one of them you were obviously rewarding a, a kid who didn't think he could kick puts him <sighs> an awesome kick and they score off it and he's like properly he's real shocked by all but then your reassurance your understanding of actually we're trying to create all round players rather than, yeah. than just having the one, the one side of players and that's something that we, we would have seen from your coaching philosophy back in the day is probably explained differently now I'm definitely better.
0: What was brave like? Tell me about
2: brave.
1: Breve, well, when we won gold in the World uh, Student, well, student <laughs> Games? We? Here we go. Shall I
2: leave now?
1: We That was one of the best, that was a great team, wasn't it? We had a great team of team. guys playing well, playing to their potential, good weekend, relaxed environment. No rooks,
0: less than two passes. Yeah. That was very few rooks. Yeah.
1: And Romanian Dante. Romanian Dante is a good lad. <laughs> the only time
0: I ever got a game plan on my chest.
1: The day, the day before the tournament, we went to the decathlon, there was nothing else to do, was there we were staying brief. We went to the decathlon down the road and just played on the scooters and played <laughs> on, the bo- on the balls. I'm sure that had a bearing on it.
2: Rusty, sorry, what, so, what, so you're saying you've improved 130%, 127%, 120%. What's been your two biggest takeaways from your 10 year journey from us?
0: um what have I learned more probably better at individual coaching um better understanding what I'm noticing and stuff like off ball where are people looking how people you know sharing information all that stuff um and I guess you just I guess you just learn some stuff that's different don't you I would definitely I would I would love to it's not going to happen because I've got a family kids but I would love to go oh I'm going to go and coach England for two tournaments I'm going to go and coach Cambridge for a varsity match. I would want to get to that stage where I can just pick and choose little experiences like that where I could go and test myself
2: again. What would be the one thing you'd change about uh, Seven or England Seven or your, your time 10 years ago? What would you change one thing?
0: Wait, is this your interview? Yeah, exactly. We're taking them back on Which you. Which better
2: questions. Um, <clears throat>
0: what would I change?
2: About the way you coached?
0: Um, I think I would have more understanding... I mean, I'm probably saying the same stuff. And I'm more... Try and get to know the people less like me better. Yeah. So Rodgers would be another one that I would have found... Really hard to coach. I would yeah. learn lots about him. Red, red red so red. I always talk about. So Rodgers would always, you know, I would, I would want to reduce his time and information because that's the game. Yeah. But he just, I'm thinking, why do you want so much information, mate? You're gonna have yeah. ten seconds to, in a match. That's why
2: sometimes that is something that that's one of our biggest workouts we've done this year. So <clears> understanding <throat> how to be as concise and to the point as possible within. Team huddles, yeah. um, in between plays, that opportunity, anything to change, no right, bang, on cool, yeah. the and ball out of play, play stuff is really
1: important. Well, yeah. I think the information gathering we do outside of a game and outside of that scenario is more than it's ever been. That's the hardest thing for me. I don't struggle with it. I just find it pretty laborious at times. Because I think you build your ability mm-hmm. to make decisions in the yeah. moment by doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you can't be on the pitch all the time. No. Clearly. No. I've, and this is what I'm going to finish with. So I'm going to go uh, uh, top knot or Alice Band?
1: Top knot. Wow.
0: Nice, no, strong. Right. I'm going to just ask you each uh, best leg. So, what's your favorite leg?
2: Uh, right leg. Uh,
0: <laughs> t- 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 yeah. Well done. Uh, favorite t- tournament. Let's call it the favorite tournament then.
2: Vancouver or <coughs> Uh
1: Yeah,
2: Vancouver. Love cool. it. Best yeah.
0: best individual tournament. Best memory. Best tournament ever.
2: Best tournament. Yeah. So one. The you two part
0: in, could be anything. Um. Can't be. Uh, it's kind of, uh,
2: Vancouver. We won't say that. Vancouver in uh, we won Vancouver, I still by winning again, isn't it? It's probably yeah. not a good thing. That's yeah. right. The whole one to six was awesome. Will Edwards coming on, scoring. Gets Fiji beat them four. Yeah, that has to be it. It was the best. <laughs> it
1: was the best run of games. Really. Best yeah. player
0: you've ever played with that isn't currently in the team. Yeah, Damu.
1: Damu. Nice. Obviously. Good one for
0: Rodgers. Best player you've ever played against. Now or when they were playing? Um, either really. I'm cool. Who, who's the best player yeah. we've ever played against?
1: I always remember Charles Pierce Howe being yeah. a very good player. Oh, yeah. 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 Just like good all show. round, good everything.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, best referee?
1: I've showered at all the referees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you? <laughs> of course I was so sure you were going to say Rasta.
1: No, I like Rasta. Yeah, I like Rasta. Yeah, I like Rasta. Good, yeah. Oh, mate, right, look at I that s- face. I swore at Rasta once. Did you? to apologise. I phoned him to apologise.
2: Oh. This is the this is our captain, by the way. I right, know. We all yeah but we're not. hijacked no, Hard, yeah, hard hijack,
1: lads. We should do
0: this every week. Yeah, it it's nice. been
2: really Maybe, Maybe not so early next time,
0: <laughs> <laughs> lads. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. I guess my other stuff is um, yeah. Well, let's do another one on what next, and we'll talk about some other stuff as well about what's gonna what's gonna come next for you guys and what's possible. Uh, where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Where where will they, Where will you be apart from at um, Lensbury any time after nine am? Yeah. <laughs> what, what social media any type stuff? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram.
1: At T Bobby Mitchell or on Instagram at T R Mitchell.
2: Are you actually plugging yourself? Yeah, yeah I you think are. I'm Dan Norton I'm, four. You're
1: Dan underscore Norton, Norton four, four. correct. Go. I'm gonna get <laughs> back on Instagram because I realise it's the best Please, way of, It's the best way of actually <laughs> connecting to loads of people.
0: Yeah. I was actually trying to. I was telling my son son last night, I'm on TikTok. I'm not.
2: But
1: (laughs) the
0: look of disdain on his face. I don't even know what TikTok is. He was like, What are you on TikTok for?
2: I like to dance.
0: (laughs) Lads, thanks so much. I've loved it. Have a great day. I'm going to come and watch you train now and uh, be good.
1: Cheers, Rusty. Thank Thank you.